We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast what is up green bay packers fans welcome back to another edition of the pack a day podcast the top 200 edition of the pack a day podcast i'm your host jacob morley you can find me on twitter at jacob morley uh, I don't know if you guys are paying attention, but it is uh, some pretty cool news for the Pack-A-Day podcast, officially in the top 200 podcasts in the United States of America. So we thank you guys so much for tuning in and for putting us on your radio or your earphones or however you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much. Um, we truly, truly appreciate it. And I know I'm speaking for everyone here at Pack-A-Day podcast. Thank you so much. Um, I am not joined today by my co-host, Ross Uglum. Um, Ross and his wife, Jesse are actually expecting a, a baby boy. And Ross is in the delivering room, delivery room right now. And we're, you know, by the time this podcast is, is released on Tuesday morning, we're hoping that Ross um, and his wife, Jesse, have a, a healthy little boy and a, a new Packer fan ready uh, to cheer on these Green Bay Packers. So exciting stuff there for our good pal, Ross. Um, guys, we're going to get into it today. We're going to get into the Matt LaFleur presser, um, which is interesting because I'm glad that came on. I'm glad he talked today. I just listened to it. I've got some talking points here in front of me that I want to just kind of go over. And I think there's some interesting things that he went over um, for this team that and some things that we can, we can kind of jump into and look at uh, just to kind of see what, you know, what maybe the future will hold for this specific team. Um, and the first thing that I think that needs to be said is, you know, one, Matt LaFleur is super impressive. I can't say it enough. And it is obviously not the outcome that any of us wanted on Saturday. I don't think that needs to even be said. Uh, but for him to stand up and answer the tough questions, not get snarky um, with the tough questions would have been really easy because he's a competitive guy. He stood in front of the media today and or yesterday and, and he just he answered the questions that they asked. And he thought they were fair questions because honestly they were, you know, they were fair questions that he was being, um, that he was being volleyed. And I, I just really respect the way that he answers those questions and the way he goes about that. Um, because I think he's the type of guy that he thinks he, it's not just lip service when he says, 
he, you know, they owe it to the fans and they know what the fans' expectations are. So for him to stand and deliver and, and answer some of those questions is great. Now, was the way his team played on Saturday great? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I think those are some of the hard questions that he did have to ask or he had to answer. Um, I think Ryan Wood had a really good question or and, and Will Jason Wildy as well. They talked about things he regretted. And did he regret playing Bakhtiari in week 18? Did he regret putting the line out there? And I think he answered them really, really honestly, as best as he could. So it's tough. It's just tough. It, it, and But I think he is the guy to lead this team. And it, it, he talked about getting over the hump. You know, what does it take to get over the hump for these football teams? And I don't know. I don't know what it is. And I don't think he does either. But I do trust that he is going to do everything within his power to figure it out. And so figuring it out, I think he went into that a little bit today. I think he talked about what it's going to take to figure this thing out. Um, And I think one of those things is he's talking about culture, talking about the guys that are in the building and how he can get those guys to come with the same type of energy that they came with every day this year. I think that's something he's done a really good job with. Um, I think one thing that would hurt this team Obviously, is is losing Nathaniel Hackett uh, when this podcast come out? Maybe you know, maybe he'll be, maybe Nathaniel Hackett will be the next head coach of the Denver Broncos. It looks like he's one of the two finalists for that. Um, obviously, the questions and the speculation will come later with Hackett, and does he want to take the quarterback with? That's been kind of the storyline since last April. Is Denver right? Denver's the storyline, and I don't, I don't know um, what the case will be. With that, we'll talk about that here in a second. But one thing that I did think was interesting and one thing that he answered very confidently and quickly is when they asked him, do you have a plan in place if Hackett does leave? And he was very quick to say yes. And I, I think that's obvious because I think Adam Stenovich is probably the the answer there. When you talk about Stenovich, obviously he is a guy that had this offensive line just playing lights out for the entire year. I mean, he was making – chicken salad, chicken, you know what, for a lot of the year. Uh, But on top of that, you know, a guy that can coach offensive line and a guy um, that can create plays. You know, he was a guy, he was a play designer, and I know that he had a big part in the red zone offense these last two years, especially the goal line offense. So, you know, those are two really, really valuable skills um, in NFL circles. One, uh, uh, being able to coach offensive line, that is – that is a lost art. That is something that's really hard to do. Um, and he's very good at it. And then on top of that, he's a guy that has experience, you know, calling some plays and designing some plays. So I think um, that would be a, a big step up for Adam Stenovich. But I think, honestly, he is probably on the head coach trajectory. I think he is just that type of guy. Um, so getting into what LaFleur said, I think there's some really interesting things. Let's start with the obvious one with the quarterback. Um he he still maintains that he's not really even letting his mind go to a place where Aaron Rodgers is not the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers moving forward. And I think that's interesting because as Packers fans and even as Packers writers, a lot of people have been very, you know, very critical of Aaron Rodgers and rightfully so. He did not play well, did not play well on Saturday um, after an MVP season. After an MVP season, you expect your quarterback to play at an MVP level or at least an above average level. 
Um, and a lot of times Rodgers look like a, a young quarterback under pressure out there, zoning in on one guy, um, not going through his progressions, getting happy feet, getting spooked, all that stuff. All that stuff that you expect from a young quarterback is kind of what we saw from 12. And that is disappointing. That is disheartening to see. But let's not be prisoners of the moment. And that is something I have to remind myself even. And Matt LaFleur even said it at the be- the very beginning of his press conference. You know, you talk about how each year presents new challenges. Each week presents new challenges in the NFL. And bottom line, the 49ers were a really bad matchup for the Packers. The way they play their brand of football has been the kryptonite for Green Bay. They've owned Aaron Rodgers. I don't think it's a hot take to say that. I don't think that even hurts anyone's feelings to say that because it seems like such such an obvious statement to make. He's 0-4 in the playoffs against one team. In his 17-year career, four of those years have ended with him losing to the Niners. That's what I'm doing math. Uh, stack does math. Not good. But that's like 20%. That's like 20% of his career he's lost to the Niners in the playoffs. That's not great. That's terrible, actually. And they're not a good matchup. And I I wonder if, I I truly wonder if, you know, hindsight is always 20-20, obviously. But I truly wonder if the Packers would have been better off as the two seed. And I almost wonder if Tampa Bay would have been better off as the one seed, you know, for both those guys' sakes. And I, I wonder if we would have a Green Bay, Tampa Bay, NFC Championship if those guys flipped. If Green Bay got to play L.A. last week, I think Green Bay matches up with L.A. much better than they did with San Francisco. And I think Tampa Bay matches up with San Francisco much better than Green Bay did and much better than they matched up with L.A. So I almost wonder if like that, you know, just serendipitous or if that would have been better. There's a thousand things. And I think as I'm kind of just working through this, as I'm talking, I hope I think a lot of people can relate with the fact and just the way you your mind kind of goes to these different scenarios and the what ifs and the, well, what if this would have happened? Well, what if this wouldn't have happened? And as Packer fans, we are no... We are no stranger to that at all. It, it, it is almost comical at this point to look back at some of the playoff losses that they've had, and you can point to one or two plays that they just needed the ball to bounce their way, and it didn't, and it never had, and it never has, it almost seems like. And I don't want to get down too much of a rabbit hole, but it's just and, – and as Matt LaFleur said in his conference, nobody is feeling sorry for them. I, I kind of am. I kind of am. When you look at this team and you look at some of the bad luck that they've had, yes, some of it could have, they could have been their own hero and saved themselves, right? Absolutely. I get that. I'm with you. I'm, I will ride with you on that. But then also you go and look at just like to, the way Tom Brady almost came back into that game against the Rams. Brady really had nothing to do with it. And it just seems like it's his teams that the ball will bounce their way. They will fumble and then immediately get it back. And then the guy will snap it over his head. Like, that is bizarre. When does that ever happen for Green Bay? 
the good fortune just does not exist for these Packers, it seems. And maybe I'm just feeling sorry for myself. That is entirely possible. The new year is a great time to focus on what's important to you. Whether it's saving money by ordering less takeout, learning to cook, or prioritizing your wellness, HelloFresh is here to help you with endless options to make cooking at home simple and enjoyable. Personally, I'm really trying to work on my weight this year, and when I found out that HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients right to my door, including farm-fresh produce that arrives within a week, I was all in. Skip the trips to the grocery store, saving you long wait times and ensuring you don't waste your money on excess food, and sign up for HelloFresh instead. HelloFresh has helped me eat fresher food with better portion control and has helped me live a healthier lifestyle. I highly recommend the teriyaki chicken tenders, by the way. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Packaday16 and use code Packaday16 for up to 16 free meals and 3 free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash Packaday16 for up to 16 free meals and 3 free gifts. Remember to use code Packaday16. That's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Support for the Packaday podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code PACKADAY at manscaped.com. Friends, inside this package, you're going to find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. And let me tell you a bit more about this Lawnmower 4.0. This fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, sort of important, thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof and has a 400K LED spotlight you need for a more precise shave. Right now, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code PACKADAY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code PACKADAY. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. One thing I think is important to talk about with with this team, with his press conference, um, again, talking about the quarterback, talking about what he thinks. I mean, it, it just sounds like you know you, this team has two options. This team could blow it up. They could get all their draft picks. They could try to start over with Jordan Love. And I think a lot of fans would get it. A lot of fans would maybe even, if that was a a button that they could hit, they would hit it. But that's just not how NFL teams are going to operate. That's not how NFL franchises are going to work. The thing with Aaron Rodgers and the thing with the National Football League is if you get to step up to that plate, and you get you get a swing. You get a swing of the bat. Not every team has that. Not every team has that swing at the plate. And with Aaron Rodgers, despite what our recency type feelings are right now, with Aaron Rodgers, the Packers have that swing at the plate. And for that reason, they're going to do everything within their power to bring him back if he wants. Now, if Aaron Rodgers wants to go somewhere else, then it's different, right? Then then it's a different story. Then Green Bay might have the option to be like, well, okay. We did say that we were going to give you that. We did say we were going to give you that option. So that's interesting, you know, to see kind of what Aaron will decide. But if the Packers have their way, If Mark Murphy has his way, he wants butts 
in the seats. And I'm not saying Lambo wouldn't be sold out. That's not that's not it. It would be. Lambo Field is going to be sold out every game regardless of who's playing quarterback. That's just how that's just how Packers fans are. But if this franchise has the opportunity to have Aaron Rodgers on this team, to have Devontae Adams on this team and win an NFC North title, I mean that that would probably happen next year. 12 and 17 will probably equate to an NFC North championship next year and a playoff appearance. Anything after that, I, I don't know. I don't know. Nobody does, obviously. It's, it's a year from now. But the Packers are going to take that, I don't know, versus the Jordan Love and a gutted roster, I don't know, probably every day of the week. And this is coming from me, who's one of Jordan Love's biggest supporters and probably someone that would have done it last year and just said, all right, let's just get our picks and let's see what we got in this kid. Um, if he, you know, if he sucks, he sucks and we move on and we get someone else and we try again and we kind of do that thing that every NFL franchise at some point or another has to do where you say, we don't have our quarterback yet. So we don't really have anything. That's a real, that's a realistic thing. I live in Kansas city. I get to hear from Chiefs fans all the time about what it's like before, you know, life before Mahomes and how they're realizing now, you know, when they had good teams in the past, even with, you know, these Alex Smith led good teams, didn't mean diddly squat. They weren't, they weren't going to win a championship. Alex Smith was a good football player. Those were good football teams in Kansas City. They upgraded to Mahomes and, and they're probably going to go to their fourth straight Super Bowl or third straight, whatever it is. I mean, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. It's remarkable. And that's why I think Green Bay is going to hold on to this guy as long as they can. As long as they can, because he still gives you a chance to win a Super Bowl every year. I mean, let's not be, let's not let one game be a reflection of the fact that he was the best quarterback in the National Football League this year in the regular season. Has he come up short the last two playoffs? Uh huh. Yep. Yes, he has. When it comes down to it, so is every other quarterback besides the guys to hold the Lombardi at the end of the year. Mahomes came up short last year. Rodgers came up short the year before. Tom Brady came up short this year. Josh Allen came up short this year. Unless you're holding, and that's the standard, and I think that's not a bad thing. That's just This is just the standard that we as Packers fans hold this team to. Championships or nothing. And if you're not the quarterback, if you're not the team holding that Lombardi trophy at the end of the season, then this season was, was a failure. And I think most Packer fans know that that's not normal. I think most Packer fans understand that that is not how most fan bases feel. I mean, a great example of that right now is the Cincinnati Bengals, right? Who have a young quarterback. They won their first playoff game in 31 years last week. Then they won their second this week. Now they're going to an ASU championship game. Obviously, they want to win. Obviously, they want to make it to the Super Bowl and win. But if that Bengals team loses, if they get blown out by the Chiefs, that fan base is going to have a lot different reaction than a Packers fan base who's been here for a long time doing it. I would imagine a lot of those Bengals fans are just going to be thrilled with the fact that they they have their guy now. And the Packers have their guy. And 
he laid an egg in the playoffs, but he really didn't show any signs of slowing down this regular season. And if he still wants to play, he's, he's going to play. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Now, he said there's no plan for a rebuild. That is Matt LaFleur. You know, Aaron Rodgers came out and said he does not want to play for a team that is that is a rebuild. You get Coach LaFleur to come out and say there's no plan for a rebuild for this team. And I think, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of salary cap Twitter experts who are gonna say, hey, they're 40 million over the cap. There's no way they can do X, Y, and Z. But the fact of the matter is they're probably wrong. I mean, so LaFleur comes out today, and this is a quote. He goes, actually, this is uh, – who, who said this? Uh, Mike Sando, I believe his name is. Yeah, so Mike Sando, who is a guy who has done done work with, with the cap. He has been in those rooms, actually been in those rooms. Not just a guy, not just a smart guy with a spreadsheet that understands numbers on Twitter, okay? This is a guy that's actually been in those rooms with – cap you know people that that work with the cap this is a direct quote yes they have to do some work with their cap but that is easy bad personnel decisions not the cap are the impediment to roster building the idea that they would be in rebuild mode is a joke to me so you look at that and you kind of say well what is the cap going to look like in 23 and 24 well 
the projections are that it's going to continue to go up. And that's when the Packers actually get some cap relief. So could this team potentially um, kick some of those contracts down the road? Yeah, could. Even Coach LaFleur came out and, and basically said today, he said, I don't want to mani- say you manipulate the cap, but there are things you can do. And he's right. There are things you can do. Um, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised at just how many of these guys they can bring back. Guys that I think they need to bring back are Devondre Campbell, Rasul Douglas. Both those guys should be back in Green Bay. Um, Devondre Campbell, what do you want, bud? What do you want? Let's get, uh, make sure it happens. I think that's a guy that absolutely needs to stay in Green Bay. Uh, Rasul um, is a little bit different, but obviously you want him to stay in Green Bay. But when you look at this team next year with Jair and Eric playing on the outside, you kind of do wonder where does where does Rasul fit in. Um, so I think you want him on the team, right? So it just depends what he wants. And then you got guys, you know, you've got your young guys on defense, like Rashawn Gary coming back, Jair, he's back, Eric Stokes, he's back, Kenny Clark, he's back. Uh, Adrian Amos is under contract. I don't know if he'll be back, but uh, Savage, you know, they, they have dudes, you know, guys that you're probably looking at, will they be back? You know, the Smith bros, I don't know. Uh, Dean Lowry, I don't know. Adrian Amos, again, I don't know. But those are all guys that you can rework. You can probably bring back if you really want to. Obviously, on offense, um, the only guys that really aren't under contract are 12 and 17. And if you want those guys back, I think you can make it work. And I think if Aaron wants to make it work, they will. And if Aaron stays in Green Bay, 17 is not leaving. Like, let's just be real about that. If Aaron stays stays in Green Bay, 17 is not leaving. If Aaron leaves Green Bay, I would imagine 17 is going to go with him. I don't know where, I don't know how that would happen, but I just think it would. And that's just, that is no insider information. That's just me talking. That is just kind of, it is what it is with that. And I think, I think they can make it happen. And I think with this team, the chances of them blowing it up, although that's kind of where we're at as fans, I, I, I highly, highly doubt that's where they're at as a franchise. And as fans, like I said earlier, we do have the tendency to be prisoners of the moment. And, you know, myself included, where it's like, all right, I'm done with this. I'm sick of it. And I think part of that is the fact that, you know, cheering for number 12 this year at times was tedious at at best. Obviously, super, super easy to root for on the field. We don't need to get into his off the field stuff. Fine. You know, you really can think however you want about that. But I just think the majority of Packers fans are kind of tired, just tired. And they need something. They need they need something. And it seems bleak right now. It does seem bleak in Green Bay right now. Um, but we'll see. And I guess the advice I would give and, and what I think I took from today was don't give up on the fact that this team might just put it all back together and give it another shot next year. They could very well do that. And I think hearing from LaFleur – I'm talking about how there is a plan in place for this cap. I mean, obviously there is. They've known what the cap situation is all year. It will be fascinating to see what some of these, some of the moves that they start making and how they play out and and the tough decisions, as Matt LaFleur called it today, what those tough decisions will look like. Um, it's kind of where we're at. It's just kind of where we're at. It hurts. It sucks. I've had people talk to me about it, like physically hurting. I, and I get that. I get that. I really do. You know, we we as fans feel an emotional connection to these teams. 
you it's a long season. There's a lot of ups and downs. There's a lot of things to really celebrate this year. Um, a lot of things that I think a lot of people had a lot of fun celebrating for this team. And there were down moments. There were up moments. There was moments of joy. There was moments of pain. There was uh, just about everything. So the the thing that sticks with me the most, though, is how much fun we have as Packers fans together. How much fun we have kind of going back and forth together on on the old Twitter machine, you know, in people's, you know, DMs talking to each other just about about the team that we love to root for. And let's not lose sight of that that it is supposed to be fun. You make friends along the way. There are there are people that I have met through Twitter that I consider really good friends now just because of we had one common interest and that's the Green Bay Packers. So I love all you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll get through this. We'll come out better. Next year's going to be the year. It's going to be the one, right? There's always next year. So, guys, thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Five-star review if you enjoy. Until next time, go back up.